You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Pharmacy Crossroads with your host, community pharmacy business veteran, the road trip guy, Bruce Neeland. Community pharmacy is at a crossroads. Pharmacy owners across the country are evolving their pharmacy businesses and making a bigger impact on their communities. Bruce talks with the most innovative community pharmacy owners, pharmacy industry experts, and people who are passionate about the business of pharmacy and its impact on community healthcare. Pharmacy Crossroads is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And now, here's our host, Bruce Neeland. Hello, and thanks for joining us again for another episode of Pharmacy Crossroads. My name is Bruce Neeland, and I'm your host. Today, I'm excited to be able to introduce you to two remarkable pharmacy professionals. First is Chris Ree. Chris is a, a young man that I got acquainted with via LinkedIn in the last little while, although he tells me he's uh, met me on a few occasions at some pharmacy trade shows. Uh, I've been impressed in chatting with him and how energetic and positive he is about the f- future of pharmacy. Chris is the pharmacy lead for BioLite, and BioLite is an innovative company that is marketing a nutritional drink through independent pharmacies and other outlets, Uh, and you'll hear more about that as we get into today's podcast. But Chris uh, has worked for years with a remarkable pharmacy owner in eastern Tennessee, and uh, he's actually our featured guest today. So Chris, can you take a minute and just provide a little bit more background on who who you are, introduce Colton, and then have Colton tell us a little bit about his pharmacy. Sure, sure, thanks Bruce. Uh, It's a pleasure being here. Um, I've always respected you and and, uh, the professionalism that you have provided to this space, so it's just an honor. Bruce mentioned, I am uh, with BioLite. I worked with uh, McKesson as a wholesale rep for close to a decade and recently transitioned to BioLite because the remarkable story of how the product was created and what I saw uh, it was doing with my pharmacy owners in East Tennessee and how it was helping their business and helping their customers. Uh, Today, I'm I'm pleasured to be joined by Colton Markham a customer of mine with BioLite and also a former customer when I was with McKesson. Uh, he's the owner of uh, Markham's Pharmacy with his wife, Catherine, up in Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, the store's been open since 1962, where his grandfather, Carl, opened it. So it's a multi-generational store. And Colton is actually, he was one of the coaching managers for the pilot program uh, that initiated Flip the Pharmacy. And which is a remarkable uh, legacy. I hope that he's leaving. And I know his grandfather, Carl, is going to be proud of him. Um, so, Colton, it's good to have you. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for the kind words. And I'm excited to be on here and uh, looking forward to it. Well, Colton, uh, I mean, uh, Chris gave us a brief outline of the name of the store, but tell us a little bit about the footprint, some of the products you stock and the staff you've got and some of the things you're doing. We'll get into some of that in the detail in a little bit, but just give us an overview of what your pharmacy looks like. 
Sure. Uh, so like you said, we've been here since 1962. I believe my wife and I bought the store oh, about 11 years ago. Uh, we had the pleasure of working with my grandfather for a few years, which was, you know, kind of great and, and letting him help us take over the reins. We've, uh, we've got a lot of staff that's been here a long time and a uh, very, you know, family environment, good working environment. Uh, we deliver, we've delivered for quite a while. We compound, we, uh, do unit dosing, uh, pretty broad array of services. Uh, we've got a pretty good front end section and, you know, uh, specialty vitamins, bio light, all sorts of things like that. So Chris, uh, uh, jump in here now. And you picked up on working with Colton about 10 years ago. I I'm assuming that when you started calling on him, there were no problems or issues that <laughs> had to be dealt with in that pharmacy. Right. So how did you, how did you come to know him and what did you guys discover together? And tell us a little bit about the process of this re-energizing his pharmacy. Sure. So I started walking in Colton's door probably about eight, nine years ago. Uh, Colton was an extremely busy pharmacist, and I was just some guy bothering him, I'm sure. Uh, we didn't have much of a relationship at that point. Uh, but my goal was to kind of get to know Colton and develop a friendship and try to add value um, through just information and uh, what other stores were doing to be successful and uh, over the years, you know, we developed a friendship and it, it was that friendship that sparked into a formal business relationship. And we started working together officially, I guess it's been about three or four years ago. And you know, through that time, you know, we've been able to leverage that relationship to make remarkable strides professionally for both of us. And I've really seen um, Colton and Catherine grow as owners and mature in their stores and, and be you know, remarkable leaders in that time. So Colton, go back about five years and tell us a couple of the major frustrations you had that uh, we finally worked with Chris to overcome. Well, so first, I think, you know, just the general pharmacy chaos of uh, being a busy store and it's kind of, you know, it's reactive pharmacy where you're just filling them as they come in the door, phones ringing off the hook. Uh, no time to do anything, you know, say a flu shot would come in and you, you didn't feel like you could leave the bench to work on that. And then of course, at the same time, we saw, you know, reimbursements going down and, and just the whole independent pharmacy industry was just changing. Uh, and uh, I think that's kind of what led us to, you know, continue to work or start to work with Chris. I, I like that word you use a reactive pharmacy. So You'd come to work, you open the door, and you just start working on what was there, right? It was – what was there, it was, and it was like a battlefield. It was uh, – things were coming at you from all different directions. You had, you know, call-ins, the delivery schedule for the next day, phones ringing off the hook, it just uh, pure chaos. <laughs> I think we've all seen that. Um so, I mean, that that's not an uncommon story at all. And so, as Chris says, you got this guy walks into your store and he's asking you questions and bugging you. How did you so guys, the, how did you decide to work with him? What was going on? So over the years, Chris just, you know, he would come in and, and as I gave him more time, we, uh, Chris always had a little bit of information, a little bit about MedSync or a little bit about some you know, front end product that was doing well. And uh, you could just, you could tell that he was a trustworthy guy that really was looking to see his people succeed. And like you said, 
I believe we became, we developed a friendship long, uh, a little bit before we really started working together. And uh, I was frustrated with various things with where I was with before Chris. And uh, just one day I said, you know what, this guy's persistent. He's, he cares about us and let's, let's make this change and go forward. And I believe that's how it all started. Well, Chris, this is an opportunity for you to kind of introduce us to these uh, wonderful documents that you've shared with me, these outlines, these uh, checklists. Tell us a little bit about that and where that came about and how that's helped you with not only with Colton, but with dozen of other uh, pharmacy owners. Sure. So obviously when I was going in, in Colton's store and other stores like his, you can see the stress on on the owner's faces. And I just hated to see them stuck in that reactive model. So I made it a point of just becoming passionate about helping them uh, get out of that stress. And uh, what what we've done is we've uh, you know started collaborating and finding what are the steps that you can take as an owner to develop, you know, a positive change in your store to be more proactive, more efficient, um, and then get your staff to buy in and then start doing things to differentiate yourself from your competitors, ultimately leading to better patient care, better relationships within, within the healthcare community and, you know, a more sustainable pharmacy model. And, you know, just seeing the steps be um, worked and implemented and seeing the quality of life of that uh, owner and Colton and his wife and uh, their staff, uh, just watching that was so rewarding and it just made me extremely passionate about what I was doing. And um, I just always remember uh, just watching people succeed and feeling like it was something worth doing. And Colton, I mean, uh, you bought into this. Um, I don't know that you knew what you're getting into when you started, but at least you agreed to have a partner. I, I know that at least looking at the sheet and, and again, for our listeners, if you uh, care to have this, just email me at B as in Bruce, F as in Frank, Neeland, K-N-E-E-L-A-N-D, L-A-N-D at gmail.com. And we'll post that in the, in the show notes and I'll send a copy to you. But the very first thing, and, and Chris has labeled this thing, the 12 steps for success. And it's, uh, it's a good program, but the very first thing is to understand that change is needed. And I guess Colton, uh, you knew that, but was there a moment, an aha moment, what you came to when you realized something's got to change? So the first aha moment was when I guess Chris was kind of, he was showing us what other stores could do or were doing and, and successes they were having. And I knew that something had to change. So we decided to onboard with him. And, and then we had multiple transition moments, you know, day one, Chris helped me engage the staff uh, with MedSync and with uh, DR, you know, our equip scores, which we'd been dabbling in, but uh, he just helped me bring the team together with it. And then, uh, you know, from there, as we visited other pharmacies and things like that, and you could really see, hey, you go here and their phones aren't ringing. Uh, we've got to do this and move forward. So we had yeah. multiple little moments that we we really just. I, I'm I'm most intrigued by the visit other stores piece. Uh, Chris and Colton, tell us a little bit about how you arranged that. I mean, do you just call people up and 
ask if you can come by or how did you arrange that and how did you pick the pharmacies to go see? Sure. So obviously being able to show other stores that are, are implementing these ideas, it really makes it doable. It's kind of like the four minute mile. No one thought it was doable until someone did it. Then other people were able to replicate it. So, you know, I made it a point to find stores throughout the nation and, and specifically in our region, customers of mine that I felt were doing certain tidbits the best. And I would, you know, collaborate with them to say, hey, can I bring Colton to to see you, you know, do this? Because I can speak about it theoretically and say, hey, Colton, you need to do this. But until you see it in action and you're actually asking questions of uh, of owner and staff of how to implement this, you know, it's just something on paper. And it really takes a, a, a commitment from the owner that's wanting to travel out of their way an hour to go and, and, and on their day off and make the time commitment to, to see what others are doing. And that kind of tells me, hey, there truly is buy-in and that they're wanting to, to make the changes. And the stores that have implemented this, they're so proud of what they've done because it is a, a, a huge change. They want to help other owners. So it's a great networking opportunity for pharmacy owners to be um, in contact and help one another. Yeah. So, uh, Colton, with, uh, you know, you, you mentioned MedSync. Was there some other workflow issues or inventory control issues or technology that you adopted to, to help facilitate some of this? So I think our two biggest uh, turning points were was, was staff. Uh, we 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 engaged our staff. We uh, in in a sense we gave them more responsibilities. You know, launching the MedSync, but I think that made them feel more valued. And we're now doing more with less people. Um, and then MedSync. Wait, was wait, huge. wait, wait. Say that again. You're doing more with what? With less people. We, wow. We've got a higher prescription volume and, and our, we've got over, I think we're about 38% of the store we have on MedSync currently. And we've had a few people leave over the past couple of years and just not, or the past year, not really had to rehire uh, because the workflow has just become that much easier. And then, uh, and with MedSync, you know, that's, uh, we just did an inventory and our inventory is cut by uh, probably a third of what it used to be. And uh, I couldn't go back to reactive pharmacy uh, just after being in a successful MedSync program. And, and just it works just a happier place. And we have better patient engagement. We take better care of our customers. We, you know, there's that more one-on-one -on -one time with them. And uh, it's been a positive experience through all of it. Wow, that's, that's interesting to hear. So uh, I, I know Chris had mentioned something before about you're getting involved with drug nutrient depletion or some kind of nutritional programs or whatever. And, um, uh, and then that's where I think this BioLite product comes into play. Uh, what can you tell us about what you're doing with front end sales and uh, specifically you know, put in a plug here for BioLite, this IV in a bottle product. BioLite, it's great. I remember when uh, Chris Chris was, wasn't affiliated with BioLite when uh, we brought it in the store. And uh, I think he might have even brought me one. I tried it and said, this is delicious. But we, uh, we've kind of got it front and center because it's a good product and we believe in it. And uh, 
anybody that's experiencing electrolyte issues, you know, leg cramps, nausea, vomiting, a stomach bug, uh, working outside in the heat in the summer, we, we just suggest it. I've even given a few bottles away and, uh, most people come running back to get more. It's, uh, it's wonderful. So Chris, how did you find BioLite? Well, actually I saw it in a store in North Georgia and, um, uh, tried one myself. It really made a difference for me personally. Um, and I looked up the story and the story was phenomenal. It's a uh, family owned business. The founder is a, a practicing physician and he created it because his wife, Janine had breast cancer. Um, and she was going through chemo at the time and couldn't keep hydrated sports drinks, uh, uh, children rehydration drinks weren't working. So he used his expertise in uh, rehydration therapy, IV therapy, nausea therapy to um, develop a drinkable form that she started drinking at home. And it really, it helped her get out of the weeds. And the, uh, their daughter is the CEO of the company. She uh, started it out of college and out of uh, her garage, their garage. And I saw it in a pharmacy in Atlanta and brought it up to East Tennessee. And now we're in uh, close to a thousand independent pharmacies. Wow. So Colton, besides, I mean, besides the IV in a bottle product, what, what are you doing with classic nutritionals, drug nutrient depletion? How are you managing that? So we've got a few different products. I mean, we've got, uh, we carry some metagenics and uh, Solutions RX products. And then we use, uh, we've got a actually AmpliCare flags in our computer system uh, when somebody could be, you know, experiencing a drug, drug-induced nutrient depletion. And so then we just go talk to them. Uh, and just show them the facts, and and then I guess then it's at the patients. Yeah, I mean it's it's is it that right. easy? I mean, I most pharmacists insist that they people won't pay for this kind of stuff, and and obviously many won't, but some will, right? Yes, they uh, I, the patients will you have to have that trust with the patient. Uh, most of our patients trust us, and we're not going to try to push anything on them. That's that they don't need. Uh, and, you know, even if somebody comes and asks if, hey, would this work for us? And it really wouldn't, we're not going to push it on them. So you have to have that level of patient trust that I think you do in, in an independent pharmacy in, in most of them. So uh, we just, we work closely with them and, and uh, just try to do what's best for the patient. Okay. Bruce, may, I, may I add that uh, with the proactive model that frees up time for, for Colton and his staff to go over and have those conversations with patients. Whereas with the reactive model, they're so far behind. They're not able to look at patient profiles to see nutrient depletion opportunities. They're not able to, you know, go over and, and have that informal conversation. And with Hamacher data, they're saying that half of all OTC sales are due to a pharmacist or staff recommended item. So, you know, these, I call it a soft sale because you're making recommendations on products that their disease states are needing. So th that's, that's why a nutrient depletion program uh, really can boost that cash and front end sales, but it all starts with MedSync. And when you look at the document that uh, we're providing to the listeners, it will show that MedSync is an opportunity to free up time and uh, capital uh, to be able to start offering other clinical services, other revenue producing uh, products, and also leverage marketing initiatives, whether it be provider marketing 
or community-based marketing to say, hey, we're doing sync, we're doing compliance packaging, we're doing delivery, we are making it convenient for your customers and our mutual patients to stay compliant, ultimately um, helping you know, with reimbursements and, and helping quality of life. Well, and let, let me take a, a minute and again, reference this document and and uh, I, I'm going to step through the 12 steps here real quick. So uh, step number one is to understand that change is needed. Step number two is to seek out best practices uh, and visit other stores. Uh, MedSync, we've talked a fair amount about. Package for prosperity. I, I think that means getting into some kind of compliance packaging. Uh, get down with delivery. Um, you know, with COVID, delivery has become much more um, important. And even if you can't do delivery, curbside is a part of every pharmacy's future. Uh, number six is get your inventory in order. And again, under each of these bullet points, uh, Chris has got you know four or five. Uh, uh, sentences or explanations for detail on them. Pick your partners wisely. And you mentioned AmpliCare a little while ago, and, and you've got to have some technology providers, and you've got to take advantage of some sales guy who's working with you, whether it's your wholesaler rep or your GPO rep or whatever, find somebody to work with. Uh, number eight is expand clinical capabilities. Uh, that's critical. Um, and then I love number nine. It says, when you're making all these positive changes, brag about it. Um, you know, you got to tell people what you're doing. Uh, then work with your provider partners on referrals. And as you start implementing some of these kinds of things, you've got plenty of reasons to be calling on your uh, physicians and referral sources. Number 11 is become a healthcare destination in the front end. And I've got to tell you, for 40 years, I've been preaching the importance of the front end in the pharmacy. Um, you know, this is my editorial com comment, but, uh, you know, the front end might account for 5 or 10% of your sales, but it accounts for 80 to 90% of your image. And that leads to look nice. It needs to be stocked right. And, and you need to figure out how to sell stuff. And then number 12 is know the numbers. And again, Chris has got a whole list of things there for that. So again, that list is it's four page documents available to you. Just email me at bfneeland at gmail.com. So Colton, uh, we're getting close to the end here. I understand you're a real advocate of flip the pharmacy. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, will you? So flip the pharmacy kind of started as a... Well, for me, it, it, it was a few stores getting together and uh, kind of wanting to work together where we could. And then, you know, it just it really expanded. And uh, with Chris's help, he's been very involved in it. And um, I think it's a great thing. It's uh, it's it's helping stores that, you know, kind of piece by piece flip <laughs> change so they can uh, so they can do what we've just talked about. And, and it's. Uh, I, I think it's a it's a great educational piece for uh, whether it be for anybody for any pharmacy involved. Yeah, how would somebody uh, get some official information on it? Where do they go? Uh, you can go to the CPESN. Uh, I would be on their website, and uh, and then you could I mean you could reach out to me, uh, Colton at Markham's Pharmacy dot com. 
Chris? Sure, that has all the information. Obviously, it's a it's a program that uh, different CPSN chapters are participating in, but the website has all the change package material, talks about how to integrate some of these clinical practices into workflow, how to do e-care planning, uh, which is going to be a future uh, reimbursement model for pharmacy. And I know a lot of pharmacists out there are saying, hey, I'll believe it when I see it, but I truly feel like e-care planning is going to be in, in integrated into the pharmacy practice um, and you need to be going that way if you plan on practicing in the future, um, especially with all the challenges that we have right now with effective rate contracts. I know a lot of you are dealing with express scripts and, and some of the effective rate uh, reimbursements out there and how it's impacting cash flow. So some of these clinical practices and diversifying what you're doing is going to be a necessity because obviously dispensing of medicine is becoming a commodity. We're going to have to show the value of independent pharmacy and what we're able to do to maximize the relationship with our communities, which we do so well. And that's the whole basis of Flip the Pharmacy and CPSN is utilizing your clinical knowledge and what you can do with your relationships that the big boxes not, can't necessarily do and what it means to healthcare spend and our communities. And uh, yeah, thank you for that. It's uh it's it's an amazing, well thought out, very coordinated program. And um, if uh, if you're part of the CPESN movement at all, it's uh, something you might want to look forward to participating in. So, uh, Colton, um, we've covered a lot of ground here, but I guess the question I always like to ask with is, you've got a couple thousand of your peers uh, listening into this uh, podcast have any words of advice or encouragement or any other suggestion you'd want to throw in at the end of this program and, and suggest your peers uh, uh, contemplate? Uh, first, email you and uh, get this uh, 12 Steps to Success, the platform that Chris has written out. It's, it's great, and it's something he's been working with me with for years. Uh, check out Flip the Pharmacy. Um, and and MedSync, if you're not doing it, uh, jump on board. It'll change your life. It's a pretty good list. Chris, uh, what, do, what do you got to say to close this thing out? That, you know, I know things are, are difficult right now, and it's easy to get discouraged because so many people uh, are, you know, feeling out of control, and all you want to do is take care of your customers and provide a, a sustainable model for your employees and your family, and I am there with you. I'm, I'm very passionate about what you do every day. Uh, you all mean so much to me. Um, and know that there are people out here that, that are advocates for you. And I would love the opportunity to work with you guys at BioLite and any other capacity. Uh, if you need help, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Um, my contact information we'll put in the show notes. Uh, I would love the opportunity to, to talk to you and and help in any way I can. If you implement these steps, I, I feel like it will help you uh, run a, a more efficient store. It's kind of like a diet and exercise program. I always used to say, hey, I have two roles as a wholesale rep. I'm a bartender and I'm a personal trainer. And I I'll put on my bartender hat for five minutes and let and we can discuss how bad it is and all the woes of, of everything. But let's shift to the personal trainer and let's look at that the diet and exercise program of what we can do to accomplish some goals, to make sure that you can sleep at night and feel like you're doing everything you can and controlling what you can, what you can control in your business. 
well said. So uh, uh, a coach and trainer, thank you for that. Um, again, to close out, uh, Chris has actually prepared three do electronic documents for me. One is the 12-step program that we've talked about. Another one is he has is a sheet called the Pharmacy Goal Tracker. Uh, this is a three-page document that kind of uh, list some logical goals that any pharmacy could work with and kind of tells you what the goal is, what the task is, and why you would want to do it. And then the, the last thing I want to say, um, you know, it's uh, uh, everybody has a wholesaler. Uh, not everybody loves their wholesaler. I, I don't want to argue whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, but, but Chris has also prepared a document that is kind of a uh, checklist for things that you could do more effectively with your wholesaler. And, and I would argue that uh, complaining or being irritated by your wholesaler uh, might make you feel good for a little while. But the fact of the matter is, if you if you turn your thinking around and challenge your rep and your company, uh, there's lots of things that they can do for you. And uh, Chris has got a, a pretty comprehensive list of questions and goals and things that you can use with your wholesaler. So those are all available to you simply for asking. They come to you courtesy of BioLite, the IV in a bottle product who is sponsoring our program today. Uh, Chris and Colton, thank you so much for your time. From the Pharmacy Crossroads post podcast, this is Bruce Neeland saying thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time thanks bruce thank you thank you bruce with more than 2,000 member pharmacies in 45 states the compliant pharmacy alliance or cpa is america's premier group purchasing and pharmacy management organization if you are looking for new more or better ways to run a profitable pharmacy then you might want to talk with someone at CPA. Find out more at compliantrx.com or better yet, send an email to sales at compliantrx.com. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Crossroads. If you're interested in talking with Bruce, please contact the show. Visit pharmacycrossroads.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.